0: Welcome to Baba Education Institute. My name is Reverend Henry Kelly. Today, we are going to be covering First Peter chapter five, verses one through fourteen, and Second Peter chapter one, verses three to eleven and twelve to twenty-one. And the title for this is "Elders Once Calling." Election prophecy of Scripture, and before we get started today, I always like to try and be able to uh, to tell you what the Bible is, which I've got from Dr. Roddy Bakum, and you can watch him on YouTube, and and he does have a website. Just put his name in on your search engine, and should pull it up. But here's what the Bible is, and this is part of defending your faith. And um, when people ask you, it's a good thing to know. And you can always, you know, uh, rewind the, the podcast here and um, write it down. Especially if you're going to college. There's a. Um, unfortunately, the majority of colleges now are just so secular, it's not funny. And the uh, professors, not all, but the majority are now. Uh, pretty much atheists, and they will um, try to tear the Bible apart, or, or just re- a religion in general, or especially Christianity. And this is the way you can always uh, refute it and make them think. The Bible, a reliable collection of historical documents written by eyewitnesses during the lifetime of other eyewitnesses, 40 authors, 66 volumes of books span of 1500 years in three continents Asia, Africa, and Europe. Written in three languages, mainly Hebrew and Greek, a little in Aramaic. Hundreds of subjects and topics. Good thing to know, and definitely will help you. Boy, I tell you this. Um, the last probably uh, the last few months, whatever, it's been increasingly. Just the things that go on. Things going on, especially in America, but around the world and seeing the, I guess you can call them elitists or the very wealthy and powerful and how they're trying to, you know, control everything. And it's, it's it can be very um, discouraging or depressing. But you know, there's always there's always trouble everywhere because uh, Jesus says there's always going to be trouble and problems, whatever. But when you know, when you um, have repented of your sins and given yourself over to Christ because we've broken God's moral law the ten commandments and you've surrendered yourself to Christ and you're reading and studying God's word every day without fail, that's what gives you strength, and that's what gives you hope. You know, and our hope will come when, uh, if you're a true believer, a true believing Christian, um, that our last day on earth will be a wonderful day for us spiritually, because we will be in heaven with God, you know, with Jesus. And so, as long as I live here, you know, as Paul said, you know, to live is, uh, to live is Christ and to die is gain. And uh, so that means, you know, as long as you're living as a believer, you're doing all you can and studying and you're um, meeting with other believers, therefore a church, you know, or a group, body of believers, and uh, you're doing all you can to tell to tell others about Christ, and you're studying and you know, uh, a building building your relationship with God, with Christ, getting stronger and stronger by the day. Uh, see, I've been a Christian now about over forty years now. And I'm not where I started. you know we shouldn't be still babes we should be growing and eating meat. But anyway, so you know I look at this stuff, whatever happens you know you try to prepare, you do what you can. Uh, but you know you, you just deal with whatever comes along. you know you deal with it with God. And, and that's how you build up your your strength, you know. Okay, so let's get started. Again, I will be reading, like I said, I love the King James Version, but I am using the NIV at this particular time. I also like the ESV, the English Standard Version. And uh, uh, the NLT, uh, the New Living Translation is good too. Um, But I'm using the NIV, the New New International Version, Um, just to make it a little simpler for people because so, uh, when I was coming along, it basically we had the King James, and uh, there was I think just um, there was uh, like the Living Bible out, the original one. Had had another one, but I don't know how good that one was. But I had was reading the King James and the, uh, the Living uh, the Living Translation, or the, the New Living Translation. That, you know, beginning one But uh, So that's why I do that Just to make things a little simpler For those who are not familiar with the Bible Because the King James, you know Can be a little difficult Because it's the Old English uh, The Old King's English Which I love myself But, you know, some of it can be a little difficult So I just try to make it as simple as possible So you can have good understanding Because the one thing I'm not trying to do is show off any kind of, you know, like uh, using, you know, uh, large vocabulary and all this kind of stuff. I try to keep everything simple because I'm a simple person, you know. Yes, I could do all that, but I'm not going to do that. I mean, it it, it makes no sense to me to, to, you know, I'm not trying to, all I'm trying to do is, is teach as simple as possible. Just keep things simple, man, and easy to understand. Okay, let's get going. Um again this is first Peter chapter five verses one through fourteen. That's where we're going to start at verse one of First Peter chapter five. And the title above this is to the elders and the flock. To the elders among you I appeal as fellow elder as a fellow elder and a witness of Christ's suffering who also will share in the glory to be revealed. Verse two. Be shepherds of God's flock. Uh, God's flock, be shepherds of God's flock that is under your care, watching over them, not because you must, but because you are willing as God wants you to be, not pursuing dishonest gain, but eager to serve, verse 3, not lording it over those entrusted to you, but being examples to the flock, verse 4, and when the chief shepherd appears, you will receive the crown of glory that will never fade, that is Christ, that's Jesus Christ, that talk about the chief shepherd when, when he appears. Verse five, in the same way, you who are younger, submit yourselves to your elders. All of you, clothe yourselves with humility towards one another because God opposes the proud but shows favor to the humble. Verse six, humble yourselves therefore under God's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time. Verse seven, cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Uh, Verse eight, be alert and of sober mind. Your enemy, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Verse nine, resist him, standing firm in the faith because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of sufferings. Verse 10. And the God of all grace who called you to his eternal glory in Christ after you have suffered a little while will himself restore you and make you strong, firm and steadfast. Verse 11, to him be the power forever and ever. Amen. And final greeting, verse 12, with the help of Silas, whom I regard as a faithful brother, I have written to you briefly encouraging you and testifying that this is the true grace of God. Stand fast in it. Verse 13 She who is in Babylon Chosen together with you Sends you her greetings And so does my son Mark Verse 14 Greet one another with a kiss of love Peace to all of you who are in Christ And so he is Talking to the believers there Okay Now we're going on to Second Peter And we're going to be starting at uh, verse, verse 3, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3. And the title above this is Confirming One's Calling and Election. Verse 3 is, Divine power has given us everything we need for a godly life through our knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and goodness. Verse 4, Through these He has given us his very great and precious promises so that through them you may participate in the divine nature, having escaped the corruption in this in the world caused by evildoers. Verse five for this very reason make every effort to add to your faith goodness and to goodness knowledge. Verse six and to knowledge self control and to self control perseverance and to prefer. Perseverance, godliness, verse 7. And to godliness, mutual affection, and to mutual affection, love, verse 8. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Verse 9. But whoever does not have them them is nearsighted and blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their past sins, verse 10. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, make every effort to confirm your calling and election. For if you do these things, you will never stumble, verse 11, and you will receive a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Let's talk about um, to confirm your calling and election, okay? Okay, election is um, that, that God from the foundation of the world Chose those who would be saved. I know there's a lot of, you know, we've gone over this a few times. Um, there's a, you know, a lot of skepticism and all this, but uh, during the 1700s and early 1800s, this was pretty normal. This was this was Christianity. It wasn't until like the mid 1800s when people were introducing a false gospel. You know which. Because they wanted to control things, and therefore, if God had to wait on us to do stuff, then he's not really in control. But because God is sovereign, right, and so sovereign means that he can do whatever he wants to, however he wants to, um, because he controls it. It's just like if a country, like our country is supposed to be sovereign, and that means it rules itself and it does what it needs to do, you know. Um, or like, like if there's a, a a king or whatever, whatever he says goes, or a queen, whatever, you know, whatever they say goes because they're sovereign. You know, that means they're in total control. That's what sovereign is. So God, being in total control, has control over everything. Nothing happens that He doesn't know about. He's not surprised. He's not shocked. You know. Um. In fact, you can go to. I think I've mentioned this before, uh, in uh, Exodus chapter four, and I believe verse eleven. Um, where let me make sure. We looked it up real quick. Actually, Exodus chapter four, verse eleven. Let me make sure that's correct. Let me see four. Yep, yep, it is Exodus 4, Exodus chapter 4, verse 11. And here's what the Lord says to Moses when he was talking to him. Uh, Verse 11 of Exodus chapter 4, The Lord said to him, Who gave human beings their mouths? Who makes them deaf or mute? Who gives them sight or makes them blind? Is it not I, the Lord? So, and, and just like when Jesus was, uh, he was with his disciples and he comes across a blind man. and So he's going to heal the blind man and then the, uh, and heals them and everything. And the disciples says, well, who sinned, him or his, or his parents? This was according to of the Jewish law of the Old Testament covenant and all. And Jesus clearly says, he says, um, neither sin But it was for this day At this time You know for God's purposes. So so it's clearly That God is in control of everything And whether we like it or not And it says Multiple areas where, where God Elects the election of us So God has chosen Who's coming so you say well And then the normal question is well why bother witnessing And stuff like that if God knows because he told us to. How about that? You know, it's called being obedient. Jesus says, if you love me, keep my commandments. So he says to go out into the world. Matthew Matthew chapter 28, uh, verses 19 through 20, and Jesus is talking to disciples before he goes up, but before, you know, he rises back to heaven, and he goes, go out into all the world and to teach and baptize. So that's what we're supposed to do. They still got to hear the word of God. You know, they still got to hear it to come. And it's not our business whether we agree with it or not, you know, or we think is right or wrong. God's in control. We're not. That's the end of conversation. And that's how we have to look at it. God is in control, not us. You know, some things we're not going to understand or, or, or it may take a while to understand it. To me, I understand it as God is sovereign. He's a supreme. He's The king of the universe, he's the creator of the universe, and he knows all, and we don't. It's just that simple. So, so stop thinking that we're all this and that, and we're not. You know, because what we think is right or wrong is, um, it's all according to what God says. You know, whether we agree with it or not, it doesn't matter. God doesn't need our agreement because He's God. You know, And he does things for his own purposes. And that's just how it is. And I'm fine with that. I mean, you can call it whatever you want to. You can believe it or not. But God is in control. And he loved us enough to send his son, which is God in the flesh. It goes back to the Trinity. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Right? So he sent his son to come down and and when Jesus came, it's, he's lowering himself. He's lowering himself where we're at because he's high and, and God's all, almighty and perfect and holy and we're not. And the reason why we're not is because Adam and Eve, the first two that God created, they disobeyed God and therefore sin came into the world because of their disobedience. In fact, we're going to be, um, when I get through these parts here, uh, we're going to go through Genesis uh, chapter 1 to 11 to give you the foundation and to know where we came from and and why sin came into the world and everything. Give a good foundation. Okay, so let's continue. Um, Let's go to. Um, verse 12 of Second Peter chapter 1 and this title here is called Prophecy of Scripture. So I will always remind you of these things even though you know them and are firmly established in the truth you now have. Verse 13, I think it is right to refresh your memory as long as I live in the tent of this body. Verse 14, because I know that I will soon put it aside, as our Lord Jesus Christ has made clear to me. Verse 15, and I will make every effort to see that after my departure, you will always be able to remember these things. Verse 16, for we did not follow clearly devised stories when we were told you about the, Uh, when we told you about the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ in power, but we were eyewitnesses of his majesty, verse 17. He received honor and glory from God the Father when the voice came to him from the majestic glory saying, This is my son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. Verse 18, we ourselves heard this voice that came from heaven when we were with him on the sacred mountain. Verse 19, we also have the prophetic message of something completely reliable, and you will do well to pay attention to it, as to a light shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your hearts. Verse 20, above all, you must understand that no prophecy of Scripture came about by the Prophet's own interpretation of things. Verse 21, for prophecy never had its origin origin in the human will, but prophets, though human, spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit. And we will stop there. So now let me give you some scripture. Well, before we do that, you see, like when we're reading scripture, just know that uh, God speaks to God speaks to us through scripture, and He convicts us through scripture. And where people read the Bible, and you know, you hear the word of God, you know, that's what convicts us. And and, um, and I'm sure there's some of you out there that haven't uh I haven't repented of your sins and uh put your trust in Christ Jesus uh you know who may be listening and of course there are those that who are hungry for the word and they want to they want to learn as much as possible and I think that's fantastic it's what we're supposed to be doing but for those right now who are maybe are listening and don't seem to understand let me let me put you through a little thing it's, that's why we go to the Ten Commandments because it shows our guilt. You know, we can't keep, we can never keep His commandments. That's why Jesus had to come. So you see, before you come to Christ through repentance, asking God forgiveness, and then putting your trust in Christ alone because you realize you've broken God's moral law, before you come, you're separated from Christ. We're all separated from Christ before we come to Christ. So Jesus is the bridge. Like once we come to Christ and he's the bridge that makes us holy because we cannot be holy without Jesus Christ. That's why he came and that's why uh, he allowed uh, the evil human beings to take him and crucify him and everything like that because he paid the one-time sacrifice for us because God's holy and he has to have a sacrifice. And so Jesus was the perfect sacrifice for all humankind because of our sins, which came from the fall of Adam and Eve, the first two humans that God created, and they disobeyed God. So therefore, they were kicked out of the Garden of Eden, which was perfect in every way. And then he said, and then God, God told uh, Eve that because of her disobedience, by listening to the, the serpent, which was Satan coming through a, sermon, a serpent to her, and deceived her, and she was willing, you know, she took the fruit that she wasn't supposed to. So because of that, she would have to have um, have the pains of childbirth, and then for Adam who who went along with the sin, um, he would have to, he would have to work, and he would have to uh, um have the, of uh, the sweat from his brow from working hard every day, you know, and from having to turn you know turn the soil and all kind of stuff. So, you know, that was the curse, you know. And from then, all the earth groaned because now, the earth in itself was feeling this curse, you know, uh, because of the, the disobedience had brought on the curse. You know, and that's why everything fades away, everything dies. If you notice, things get dusty and rusty and starts falling apart and all like that because of sin, you know, that wasn't in the world before. And that's why God had to come, right? So, so just know that because we lie, and those that lie Are called liars We've stolen That means you You borrow something You didn't return it Or you take something Like a pen Paper clip Don't matter how much it is Because remember God's standards are Way higher And ours is way low You know So anything like that And they say Well I don't lie really Even if you Like uh, Some people will call it um, uh, What's that word I'm looking for Embellishing Or whatever It's still a lie Any way you look at it Or You know if, if you tell somebody that Something's not right It's a lie And you know, we do it all the time I'm not trying to hurt People's feelings Or whatever It's a lie See so we're already guilty You know From the time That we know right from wrong That we have the mind To know right from wrong We're guilty And we need a savior so, You know That's only two of the Ten Commandments have you ever looked at another person with lust according to Jesus you already committed adultery in your heart have you ever hated anybody if you hate someone Jesus says when you hate somebody you've already uh, you've committed murder in your hearts towards them already so do you see how that is and he says not to make a another God and we do that in our own minds we have we create a God in the minds that's a snuggly a lovely or um, a snuggly God that's okay with everything we do, no matter how bad it is, that's the false God, you know? Same thing like, you know, you not make idols. We make idols of everything, a car or stuff or what you name it, or people, you know? Yeah, so see how easy it is to break it? Yeah. That's why we needed Jesus. Let me read some scripture. Ephesians chapter one, verses four through five, the ESV English Standard Version. Even as he chose us in himself before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him in love. Verse 5, he, he predestined us for the adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ according to the purpose of his will. So it's predestined, he chose. John chapter 6, verse 44 to ESV, English Standard Version, No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws him, and I will raise him up on the last day. Let me read you some. This is uh, Charles H. Spurgeon, or Haddon Spurgeon. He was a famous uh, preacher in the 1800s, and they call him the Prince of Preachers. And here's some of the quotes he says. Um, If a person's Bible is falling apart, then that person is not. If you are not concerned for the lost, you must not be saved yourself. Very true. Uh, Romans chapter three verse twenty three, the NIV New International Version for all have sinned and and fall short of the glory of God. Isaiah, uh, Isaiah chapter sixty four verse six, the NIV New International Version. All of us have become like one who is unclean, and all our righteous acts are like filthy rags. We all shrivel up like a leaf. And like the wind, our sins sweep us away. And that's a fact. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8, that's the Old Testament of the NIV and the International Version. Keep this book of the law always on your lips. Meditate on it day and night. So that you may be careful to do everything written in it, then you will be prosperous and successful. And that's just the word of God. Second Timothy chapter 3, verse 16 through 17, NIV New International Version. All scripture is God breathed and is used for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness, so that the servant of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Let me give you some salvation scriptures. Romans chapter 10, verse 9 through 10, King James Version. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in thy heart that God is raised from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Verse 10, for with the heart man believes in the righteousness, with the mouth confesses it is made of salvation. Romans chapter 10, verse 13, King James Version. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Romans chapter 10. Romans chapter 10, verse 14 to 15, King James Version, how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? Verse 15, and how shall they preach except they be sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of them that preach the gospel of peace and bring glad tidings of good things. Romans chapter 10, verse 17, King James Version, So then, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And that's why we do what we do. That's what I'm doing, what I'm doing. Because I want you to hear the word of God. So remember, we've all broken God's moral law. Therefore, we're guilty and on our way to hell. Whether you believe it or not, that's what the Bible says. So, what do we need to do? You need to repent of your sins and put your trust in Christ Jesus. It's kind of like if you go before a judge for speeding tickets. And you had to pay fines and all that. But someone paid it for you that you don't know. The judge can legally let you go because the debt has been paid. Where Our sin debt was paid by Jesus Christ on the cross. Uh, That was the Roman torture that he went on. And he took all of our, he took the world's sins and all that. Now we can come by faith believing, but you got to want to, you know. And you got to come humbly and you got to go his way. You got to come with a sorrowful contrite heart. Repent of your sins, that's Christ for forgiveness of all your sins and put your trust in Jesus alone. It's like being in a plane and it's about to, and it's gonna crash, it's having trouble and somebody gives you a parachute. You gotta hang on to that parachute for dear life no matter if anybody's making fun of you or not if they're that crazy to do so because um, that parachute's gonna save you from the jump to come. Jesus saves you from the judgment to come because everybody will be judged. And that's why you need to repent. As quickly as possible because you don't know when your last day on earth is going to be, and that's a fact. Let me give you some resources Dr. Vodi Bacham. you can watch on YouTube, uh, Living Waters with Ray Comfort, livingwaters.com. He's on YouTube, and all these are on YouTube I have websites Ashes and Genesis with Ken Ham, Ashes and Wall Builders with David Barton, WallBuilders.com, and he goes over Christian uh, American. Christian history And other Christian history Here's another good teacher Dr. Walter Martin WalterMartin.org um, And also You can go to Apologia Studios on YouTube With Pastor Jeff Durbin And his website is ApologiaStudios.com And you can also listen On the audio Of his sermons and teachings and stuff Apple Podcasts And if you go to his website you can literally get a free seminary education. He, uh, the family of Dr. Greg Bonson, who's the wonderful professor, reformed professor. Um, uh, they gave all of his uh, recordings and everything of his teaching to Apology Studios. And so you can literally get a free seminary education. I would suggest like, you know, like, you know, to support uh, uh, Apologies, but if you can't afford it, it's free, you know? And if you would like to correspond with with us, um, it is Bible Education Institute at gmail.com. And if you don't have a Bible and you need one, can't afford one, I'll be glad to get you one um, and send you one. You can also go to our website, and that is bible it's all lowercase uh, bible education dash institute dot No w e b n o d e dot com. And if you. And here's some other good resources. Um, You can get some books and stuff. You can go, like, if you need, like, used books and stuff, that's what I do. And uh, you can go to ABE Books, A-B-E-B-O-O-K-S online, or Thrift Books. and There's some other ones here. I'm trying to see if I wrote them down or not. But anyways, yeah. And then also, as people as good teachers, you can also go to Archie Sproul, Leo Mysteries, he's on YouTube and you can look him up online. You go to his website, really good. Um so and and we are on YouTube and Rumble. And we're also on the Helium Radio Network, and their website is heliumradio.com. And that's H-E-L-I-U-M-R-A-D-I-O dot You can also find us on all these audio uh, platforms too, which is Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, Amazon, Amazon Music, Overcast, Chrome, G-Potter, Firefox, Safari, iTunes, Audible, Alexa, Google, Podbean, Internet Explorer, Facebook, Podcast Addict, others, etc. And... And also, another good resource to listen to, to learn, you can go and put this in your search engine, the TCT Network, and you can go on their website and go um, on on on-demand programs. And there's two that that I would suggest. That's Faith and History with William Federer. He will teach you about all the uh, American and world Christian history. Fantastic, great to know. And also for the Old Testament and you can go to Ancient Jewish Wisdom with Rabbi Daniel Lapin. and they have some good things in there. He could teach you a lot of great things. So remember, think about what you've heard and what we've read about and apply it. Repent of your sins and put your trust in Christ Jesus. And remember, read the Bible daily without fail and do what it says.